table taste. 360 degrees. Ha ha, 360 degrees. Ha ha, 360, 360 degrees. Ha ha. Good evening and welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs show on uh, KPFA 94.1 FM on Friday. And we are here. I am your host, Stevie G. And we're going to do a little a retrospective on the crime uh, boss uh, uh, from the sh- from the from the uh, 30s, 40s, 50s. This is an old time hero, the shadow. And we're going to bring the shadow to you. Yesterday was 82 years that the inaugural show for the shadow appeared. We're going to have the shadow on first voice. All right, all right, all right. So, hey, hey, again, this is Stevie G. I'm here with KPFA 94.1. This is Full Circle. And on Friday at 7 p.m., we come at you every week with something new, something fresh, and something just for you. Uh, We're going to, again, take a look at the shadow. Uh, We're going to get into what made this character so popular, uh, what made this character something important. And he started actually on radio on uh, September 26, 1937. Just yesterday, again, 82 years ago, uh, The Shadow started on radio. And a couple of the characters, The Shadow, of course, is the superhero, but he had some alter egos. Uh, he had Lamont Cranston, who was the millionaire, play, millionaire playboy, probably at that time, millionaire playboy, uh, who was uh, the main alter ego. He had Ying Ko, which is when he learned a lot of the mysticism that he was involved with. And his uh, number one fan, uh, lady friend, Margot Lane, uh, was always there to help him and assist him in what he was trying to do and accomplish. And he had a number of other partners as well. So I would like us to get right away into some of the actual showing of a show of of the shadow. And this show is titled In the Death House Rescue. In the manner stated by the law. And may God have mercy on The Shadow, a man of mystery who strikes terror in the very souls of sharpsters, lawbreakers, and criminals. All signs point to a severe winter. Be prepared. 
If you want to be sure of even, dependable, helpful heat in any kind of weather, insist on Blue Coal. America's finest anthracite mined from the fields of northern Pennsylvania. The coal that has colored a harmless blue at the mines for your protection. I'm innocent. But nobody knows it. Take courage, Gordon. The shadow knows. <laughs> I told Albul to serve our coffee here in the library. I should rather go on the terrace. No, I prefer it here. Bennett, this you smile. That frown is most unbecoming. Lamont, give it up. Give what up, my dear? Drinking coffee? I'm serious, Lamont Cranston. When I foolishly let you know that... Do you remember what you said? It will be exactly five years next week. But there's still so much to do, Margot. Well, then let somebody else do it. Don't you realize that you can't keep on like this forever? Someone's certain to identify you, and when that someone does, someone else is certain to kiss. But until they do, frowning. Stop frowning. I don't mean, Saturday, to give up your work, Lamont, is there? Let the shadow just disappear and, and come out openly. Join the organized forces of law and police. Won't you realize, Margot, that my entire usefulness to the organized forces of law and police lies in my remaining outside those forces, in remaining always the shadow. Would they approve my methods? Would they believe my science? You would make them believe. You could make them approve. And in doing so, reveal my secrets, my knowledge. Reveal them and eventually let them fall into the hands of organized crime. No, Margot. No one must ever know. No one but you. Why do you think I've devoted countless hours to investigating electrical and chemical phenomena? Why do you think I went to India, to, to Egypt, to China? What do you think I studied in London, Paris, and Vienna? Except to learn the old mysteries that modern science has not yet rediscovered. The natural magic modern psychology is beginning to understand. And, well, magic that wouldn't seem so natural. I studied and learned for a purpose, my dear. All right, Lamont, I, I realize all that. But now, now the entire underworld has but one objective. To erase the shadow. And to me, that means... Until they know what the shadow is and who he is, what can they do? Stop and think how many criminals are either dead or in prison because of our activities. Why, even now, tonight, sit quietly here, somewhere, an innocent human being may be in desperate trouble. Somewhere, perhaps, there is a problem that can never be solved, except by the shadow. What did the doctor say, Grace? It was good news and, and bad, too, I'm afraid, dear. Well, whatever it was, dear, tell me. Well, he said the baby could be perfectly well again within a year. Oh, thank God for that. Poor kid. She's had a tough time. Well, what else? Well, this part isn't so good, Paul. She'll need treatments during all that time. 
Paul, treatments cost money. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll have to manage somehow. You didn't do a very good job marrying me, dear. Darling. Well, if I can only get a job. I've got my health and I've got brains. But no one seems to want them. Oh, they will, dear. They, they've got to. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. We're just about down to rock bottom. I've raised every cent I can on the house and car. There isn't anything left. You and I are still left, Paul. And we've got to take care of Sally. She's our daughter, Paul, and she's got to have her chance. Mm, she's going to have it. Somehow. Tomorrow I'll start out and take anything I can get. Darling, perhaps tomorrow things will break for us. Yes. If only they don't break the wrong way. No more beds. Okay. Over here. Excuse me, but... Are you the boss here? That's right. I'm looking for a job. Nothing doing, buddy. I'll do anything. Wait on table, wash dishes, anything at all. I don't need any more help. Well, how about delivering things? I've got a car. Nope, I don't deliver nothing. I'm sorry, don't need you. I see. All right. Thanks. Hey. Hey, you. What? You calling to me? Yeah, sit down. Have a beer. No, thanks. I, I don't drink. Anyhow, sit down. I meet a friend of mine named Blunty. My name's Red. <laughs> Look at my hair and you'll know why. Well, I'm glad to meet you both. And Gordon's my name, Paul Gordon. Well, did, did you want to talk to me about something? We might. Might be able to help you out. Sounds like you're looking for a job. You bet I am. I, I need one. You know anybody that could use me? Maybe. We don't know you yet. So far as that goes, I don't know you either. So you read the guy smart. Yeah, maybe too smart. Now look here, Mr. Gordon. We need a car. We need somebody to drive it for us. You understand? Well, I've got a car and I can drive. Is it a good car? Has it got speed? I'll guarantee you up to 80. It's not bad. It's not bad. Now listen, kid. How about meeting us tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock? All right. Where? Well, let's see. Uh, we're going to... Um... I got it. Right in front of the Uptown Bank. We gotta go there first to cash a check. Well, how about five dollars a day? That's so. But you remember, be there at nine o'clock, or you don't get no job. <laughs> don't worry, I'll be there. I'll be there at eight o'clock. You can't keep this car in front of the bank all day. I just see that sign, no parking. I'm not parking, officer. I'm waiting for a couple of men. I'm working for them. Oh. Hey, what's that? Sounds like shot in the bank. Hey, uh, stop there. You've got to let me hear you into the car. Come on, you stop that bus for Step on it, fella. Hey, brother, you can't do that. Go on, I will shoot. I haven't got a gun. I wasn't in this. They made me drive the car. Yeah, keep your hands up just the same. 
Now, throw the car, Charlie. Okay, Sarge. Now, fella, you might as well come clean on this. I haven't done anything. I tell you, I'm innocent. Hey, Sarge, I got it. Under the rear seat cushion. A bag full of bills and a gun. That's the gun that bumped off my buddy, Louie. And you say you're innocent. Yes, I am. Well, it'll take more than saying so to keep you out of the electric chair. The prosecution has piled up a mass of incontrovertible evidence. And I myself have no doubt of your guilt. Therefore, in accordance with the law, I direct that you be taken from here to the place from whence you came. And that there you be put to death in the manner stated by the law. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> We were just listening to that very first episode of The Shadow, and that was from 1937. That was September 26th. So again, 82 years ago, that's when we were listening to. And it was uh, just amazing. I mean, if you heard it, you could hear all the special effects that were going on at the time. We could hear the courtroom in the background. Uh, we could hear the car chase. We could hear the the, the gun the gunshots. But this was one of the heroes, uh, and still a hero of mine, actually. So The Shadow is actually, uh, it's the name of a collection of serialized dramas that was, again, originated in the 30s, pulp novels. Uh, they were in, it was in a wide variety of shadow media, actually. And one of the most famous adventure uh, heroes, again, of the 20th century in America. And The Shadow has been featured in radio, uh, long-running pulp magazine series, comic books, comic strips, television, uh, serials, video games, and there have been at least five, yes, count them, five feature films. And the last one was by Alec Baldwin in 1994, which, in my opinion, just missed. It was actually pretty good as it began. That first hour, maybe even an hour and a half, was really just a great film. I think Alec Baldwin did a great job with that. Uh, and it was a great genre film at the time. And again, this was just uh, one of these radio heroes. And of course, uh, Orson Welles started out being played by a 22-year-old uh, Orson Welles. And if you remember, I'm not sure, I'm going to test some people's memory banks here. So uh, Agnes Moorhead played Margot Lane. Agnes Moorhead actually played the mother of um, on the show, on the television show, uh, Bewitched. So she was the actual first Margot Lane for The Shadow. So with that, uh, we are going to come back to the show, but right now I want to take a little bit of music break and see what's going on musically. Uh, we have uh, Soul Mechanics, which is going to be appearing October 4th at Yoshi's in Jack London Square in Oakland. And they are going to uh, be bringing down the house. This will be their 15th show. And we want to make sure that we uh, get you all listening to what you're about to expect, what you can expect there. Let's get into some soul mechanics. You make me happy. 
And that was Soul Mechanics. They will be appearing at Yoshi's. That's October 4th. Uh, they have a 10 o'clock show, $18 tickets. That's Yoshi's in downtown Oakland, uh, Jack Lennon Square. Yoshi's in Oakland. Soul Mechanics. And uh, just to talk about the uh, vocalists, their main uh, vocalists are Luke Frank and Nate Soulsanger. And they'll have special guests, Tony Lindsay, Lee Tice, 
and Latrice Love as the vocalist. So we're going to get back to them at some point later in the show, but just want to make sure you got a chance to get some musical love going as well. And now we're going to segue back to The Shadow. And what we just heard in that first part, that first clip, was uh, the fact that we had a you know a little family that's kind of down on their luck. Uh, the gentleman was looking for some work, and he found some work. It just happened to not be the greatest job, the greatest pickup job in the world. So it looks like he was part of a a bank robbery and he was just convicted uh, to, uh, uh, gosh, a death sentence. So he's now on death row. Uh, We'll see. I don't know. This is kind of a a, a big thing going on with him. But uh, we'll see if the shadow can kind of help out here at all. Let's get going with the shadow. Who Bring that person before the cops. Well, I, I don't know where he is, Your Honor. The last name from over there. In that corner. Yes. Yes, Your Honor, but there's no one in that corner. Only a shadow. <laughs> Go to sleep, dear. Mother will be right here in the next room. Oh, God. Please help me. Help me. I don't know what to do. Yes? Who is it? My name is Margot Lane. I have a message for you, Mrs. Gordon. You're not a reporter, are you? No, I'm a friend. I've come to help. Oh, then please come in. What is it you want, Miss Lane? Mrs. Gordon... Your husband has a friend who's going to help him. There's a thousand dollars in cash. That's for you and Sally. A thousand? Who was it sent this to me? For that, I can't tell you. But the message with it is not to lose hope. Oh, but there is hope for Paul, then. The man who sent this to you never fails. Who is he? For that, I can't tell you. But Miss Lane, you know him. Sometimes I wonder whether I do. I love him. But I wonder whether I know him. What do you mean? It's hard to tell whether I really know the man or only his shadow. Well, Lefty, tonight the poor guy goes to the chair. That's what he gets for being a sucker. Yeah, there's not a clue that even points our way. Not even a print. We had gloves on all the time. You had yours off for a minute when you were sitting next to him. Yeah, but uh, I didn't touch the wheel. Then we ain't left a clue. You think so? Who said that? You, Lefty? No, I, I thought it was you. It was I. You cannot see me. Who are you? And where are you? I am here in the room. In the shadow. You have pinned your crime on an innocent man. He shall not suffer, but you will. I don't know who you are, where you are, but you're bluffing anyway. You got no evidence. We didn't leave a clue. You did leave a clue. A clue that will send you to the chair. Where was it? Where was it? The <laughs> Wouldn't you like to believe that? Keep thinking about it. Keep thinking about the clue that you forgot. <laughs> Margot Lane, 
is in the death house and is to die in the chair tonight. I am going to him now. We can still save him. Stand by for orders. In a few moments, we will return to the shadow. But before we do, let me stress this one fact. For home heating, anthracite is best. And America's finest anthracite is blue coal. Anthracite is the healthful fuel. It gives steady, uniform heat that helps prevent colds and cuts down doctor's bills. For with anthracite, there is no quick chilling of the house, such as you get with fuels of the on and off type, or with quick burning fuels that flare up and burn out. Bear in mind that heating plants in this part of the country were especially designed to burn anthracite. So before that cold snap catches you unaware, call your local blue coal dealer. You'll find his name listed in the where to buy it section of your classified directory under the words blue coal. Call him tomorrow and order a supply of America's finest anthracite. Sorry, Gordon. The governor refuses to take any action. Thanks. I've got to go. Tonight? At 11 o'clock. What time is it now? Almost 10. Is there anything I can do for you? No. Thank you, Gordon. Very well. These guards will move you to another cell. I'll be back in a little while. Ready, Gordon? Yes, sir. We're just going to move you to another cell. <laughs> what does it matter? The one you're going to is nearer. <laughs> nearer to the chair, is that it? <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right, Gordon. Walk to the left. We'll be right here behind you. Unlock the door into the respiration chamber, Pete. Okay. Just a second. All right. Go on through, Gordon. Watch him, Pete. I'll shut the door. What's the use of all this trouble? What chance have I got now? I'm afraid you haven't got much. Uh, I wouldn't say that. What do you mean? Holy smokes. Look behind you. Where? There. Oh, too bad. I hated to do that, but there wasn't any other way, and he'll only be out for a while. Now, Gordon, listen to me. Hey, where are you? I can't see you anymore. Where have you gone? Back into the shadow. Now, Gordon, we haven't much time. Listen to me. No crime is perfect. There's always somewhere a loose end. The only reason that all crimes aren't solved is because there's some one fact that someone knows and doesn't tell. And sometimes they don't tell because they don't know that they know. I told everything I know in court. You wouldn't believe me then. Because you couldn't prove what you said. We are going after the proof now. You and I. How? I'm going to think with your mind. 
I don't know what you mean. Don't try to understand. Just do as I tell you. I want you to concentrate, Gordon. Fix your mind on everything that happened that day. Make mental pictures. I'll see what you see. I'll try. No. No. No, Gordon. Stop thinking about your wife and baby. How did you know I was thinking about that? I saw it. In your mind. I see in my mind. The pictures you create in yours. Oh. Like television? Yes. Or like mental telepathy or mind reading. Hypnotism. Whatever you choose. There's no time to talk. Stop talking. Think. I will. I will. I'm thinking now. The picture is getting clearer. That's better. Go on. The restaurant. The bar. Gordon, stop thinking about the electric chair. It blurs the picture. I'll try. I'll try. Ah. That's better. The car. In front of a bank. Yes, I see it. The policeman. The crowd. Yes. Wait a minute. The small man with red hair. He was the one you called Red. Yes. Yes, I see him. Crooked nose, short, glasses. I know that man. He's Red Sloan. I... I... It's hard to see. I know. Think for your life. Try hard. Yes. You started the car. The other, Lefty, was in front with you. Lefty. Lefty. See him for me, Gordon. Ah, yes. A scar on his left cheek. Why didn't you mention that in court? I, I forgot. Never mind. Concentrate. Yes. Yes. Lefty couldn't keep you covered with a gun and look back at the same time. What did he do? He reached up and twisted the rear view mirror. Now we've got it. That's the loose end. That's where his thumbprint will be. Gordon, now I can save you. You've told the truth. You didn't know. You knew. All right. All right. So the shadow's kind of getting it in gear now. So we've uh, had a guy down on his luck, you know, has his family, has a baby who needs some medical attention. Uh, he's got no job. He's got no way to make any means. He's, you know, struggling and uh, finds a little way into, uh, I guess, a bank robbery. He ends up being the drive guy in the bank robbery and uh, ends up on death row. Fortunately, the shadow steps in. So, again, just taking a quick step back, yesterday was actually uh, 82 years ago that this very first episode, the one we are listening to right now, uh, appeared and aired, rather, on the radio. So this is where, you know, your imagination just starts to take over. I mean, we heard some... Uh, we heard some crickets in the background. You heard the guard, the warden. I mean, they're quite a compassionate warden, actually, considering he 
you know, he's sitting up there on death row and about to go. But uh, they mentioned some of the technology at the time that hadn't yet fully taken taken form, like television. They talked about that. Um, they talked about um, a number of things. So uh, this was again, this was some some just some opportunity to really talk about stories and, you know, just taking it in you know, in that auditory form and letting your imagination take over. And I always love listening to some of these things. Uh, of course, not live, <laughs> but just listening to some of the recordings that I've heard over the years, whether it was on vinyl and now, of course, over the web. Uh, it's just been fantastic to listen to. And right now, what I'd like to do is get back to a little more of Soul Mechanics. They are going to be appearing at Yoshi's on October 4th. Um, Soul Mechanics will have, I'm going to mention some of the band members, uh, Kevin Wong, uh, who plays keys, Tony Peebles, sax, uh, and Michael Tony Tiny Lindsay on bass. I'll mention some more as we get back from the music break, but just want to get going. And I think this is uh, every little step I take. That's what we're going to get to here. So let's get going.
welcome back. We were just listening to Soul Mechanics, and they will be appearing at Yoshi's. They were just playing uh, Every Little Step I Take. Uh, that show, their show at Yoshi's will be October 4th. It'll be a 10 o'clock show, $18 ticket price. And that's Yoshi's in downtown Oakland, Jack London Square area. And just to finish out some of the musicians that will be appearing, uh, on the 4th, Aaron Green will be on drums, David Goodlett will be on guitar, and Grail Schwartz, the man, the founder, uh, will be on guitar as well. So this is going to be a big thing. It's a big thing. This is their 15th show at Yoshi, so a very, very important uh, moment uh, in their history as they continue to give, uh, as they are from Oakland, to give Oakland and the Bay Area all the love that they have in their heart. And uh, with that, just want to, as we start to segue back again into the shadow, um, you know, there's some, I guess I want to say that, again, just a reminder that it's 82 years uh, since this show first aired. And, uh, you know, the shadow has taken, it has actually morphed a little bit. Again, I mentioned earlier being on uh, in comic strips and comics. Uh, being on the radio, being on television, being in five feature films. But it originally was a mysterious radio show narrator. The Shadow was developed into a distinctive literary character in 1931 and later to become a pop culture icon uh, by the writer Walter B. Gibson. So that character has been cited as a major influence on uh, the evolution of a number of comic book superheroes. Uh, Batman would be one of them. And actually, now that I'm actually learning more about this myself, there's a Marvel character called Moon Knight. And his one of his alter egos, just like Lamont Cranston and uh, Ken Allard, uh, the Shadow had multiple uh, personalities and multiple alter egos. Uh, Moon Knight had them as well. So one of them was called Stephen Grant, and I believe his girlfriend was called Margot. So uh, now I see maybe that's where, maybe that might be where that relationship uh, came from. So um, let's see. The Shadow actually debuted July third, July thirty first, nineteen thirty, as the mysterious narrator of the radio program Detective Story Hour, which de- which was developed to boost sales of Street and Smith's mo- monthly pulp Detective Story magazine. So when listeners of that program began to uh, ask at newsstands for a copy of the Shadow Detective magazine, Street and Smith decided to create a magazine based on the Shadow. And then they hired Gibson to create a character concept to fit the name and the voice and write a story feature uh, uh, and then write a story featuring him. So the first issue of the Shadow magazine went on sale April 1st, uh, 1931 as a pulp series. So we've already talked a little bit about what happened on September 26, 1937. That's the sh- that's the shadow radio drama. And again, uh, they found Orson Welles, a 22 year old Orson Welles. And uh, that that lasted for about 15 years. And I believe that ended in uh, 1952. And that was uh, actually December 26, 1952. So for about 15 years, the shadow over the radio waves uh, just was was uh, was just a smash hit. So with that, we want to start to get back into the story. But just to remind you all of sort of where we where we are at this point, uh, we have our um, victim uh, who was involved in a in a 
in a uh, in a bank robbery uh, who ended up being the uh, sucker, as some of the gentlemen called him in the show. Uh, he ended up being on death row. And the shadow has just stepped in just to start to help him figure out exactly what's going on, how he got himself all tangled up in the game, so to speak. And now he's going to try to see if the shadow can uh, get this guy moving in a different direction. So here we head back to the shadow. You're a fool for coming in here again. This is the place we picked up that kid that's burning tonight. What do you want to come in here for? This is as good a place as any, ain't it? Hey, telephone for you, Lefty. Telephone? Yeah. Maybe you never heard of it, but it's a great invention. But nobody knows I'm here. Well, somebody knows because they're waiting on the phone for you. It's over there on the wall. Okay. Don't be too long, Lefty. Hello? <laughs> hey, what are you laughing at? Who is this? Lefty, did you ever hear of the shadow? Yeah. Say, what is this? Too bad about young Gordon, isn't it, Lefty? What do you know about that? The shadow knows. Who are you? What do you want? I want justice. Justice for Paul Gordon, Lefty. And I'm going to get it. But you ain't got no evidence. No. Perhaps there are some fingerprints, Lefty. Oh, no. We had gloves on. There couldn't be no fingerprints. Did you have gloves on all the time? Yeah, sure. I did. You're left-handed. Now, listen carefully, Lefty. When you were sitting in the front seat of Gordon's car, your gun was in your left hand. Remember? Say, you ain't nobody. I, it's just... Say... How do you know? What did you do with your right hand? My right hand? You took off your right glove, didn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, gosh, I'm going nuts. And you couldn't see the car that was chasing you because the angle of the rearview mirror was adjusted for the driver and you weren't driving, so... Do you remember what you did? No, no, I didn't. I didn't take it off. Are you sure you didn't reach up with your bare right hand and turn that rearview mirror? Are you sure, Lefty? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Maybe I did that. If the police find that fingerprint, you'll burn, Lefty. Just the way young Gordon's going to burn tonight. Goodbye, Lefty. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He hung up. No. No. I won't burn. Hey, Red. Red! It's yeah, certainly gab long enough. Say, who was the guy? Never mind that. Where's that car of Gordon's now? In his garage. I guess I heard his wife. Listen. What? I got a hunch. There's some fingerprints of mine in that car. Red, we gotta wipe them off of there, or maybe we'll burn in that chair, too. Come on, let's go. But, Commissioner, 
commissioner. I'm sorry, Miss Lane, but I don't see what we can do. But I tell you, Paul Gordon is innocent. The men who committed the crime are free. Where did you get this information? Oh, that I can't tell you. Uh, Miss Lane, Paul Gordon was convicted of murder by due processes of law. Tonight he pays for his crime in the electric chair. If the police listen to every crank who came in here claiming new evidence... But they can't send an innocent man to the chair. They can't do it. No, but they can send a guilty man. And according to the evidence, Paul Gordon is guilty. Commissioner, suppose that afterwards, when it's too late, they discover that Paul Gordon wasn't guilty after all. And suppose I testify that the police refused to listen. Well, what do you want me to do? If it's within reason, I'll do that. I want you to send some men to that garage. I want you to catch the guilty men and see that justice is done. I'm frightened. Brace up, Gordon. It won't be long. Get your chin up, buddy. My turn next. Go <laughs> on, fella. Good luck. Goodbye, kid. Where is he? He promised to save me. Who, son? I don't know. It was a voice. Just a voice. He... He said he'd stand by. Oh, steady, old man. Don't lose your nerve, Gordon. Open it up, man. No. Oh, I won't go in there. I didn't do it. I didn't kill him. I didn't, I tell you. He said he'd stand by. He's warden away. Only a few minutes more. Just a few minutes. Don't take me in there yet. Now, no, wait. Please, please. He said, please wait. Easy, Gordon. I'm sorry. Every time I go in that door, I'm gone. It'll be too late then. Take him in, men. No, 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 wait. Oh, where are you? Where is that voice? Where did he go? Please come back. Warden. Warden. Wait a minute, men. Well, what is it? Warden, wait. The governor's on the phone. He says, stop. Hold up everything. What's the governor say? He wants to talk to you on the phone, Warden. He says, don't electrocute this man. They've got the other two guys in Gordon's garage trying to rub out some fingerprints. One of them was shot and died. But before he died, he spilled it all. This fellow didn't do it. It was a frame Oh, thank God he got me in time. Gordon. Gordon. Did you hear that? Yes. Yes, I heard it. That voice said he would. I'm free. You're not going to electrocute me, Warden. You're not. No. No, Gordon. The governor saved you. Governor? No. It wasn't the governor. It was somebody else. Or something else. What do you mean, Gordon? Who saved you? I don't know. It was a voice. Just a voice. I never really saw him. He was only a shadow. So we just heard the Death House Rescue from 1937. That first show 82 years ago of The Shadow on the radio. That's what we were just hearing. Amazing, amazing story. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It was some fantastic things. If you were listening to some of the sound effects, again, that were in the background, we heard the cage 
Um, I, again, I was I just found myself drawn to to the warn to, to to the warden apologizing and so compassionate, even though he had the guy on death row and was <laughs> told the guards to take him in. He's about to let you go. The guy screaming and saying, "Just give me a few more minutes until we can get an answer to what's going on." <laughs> and the warden just says, "Yeah, well, I apologize, but it's time to go." So fortunately, the uh, governor stepped in and and helped save him at least officially. But this was, uh, again, the shadow, the shadow working his magic, right? The shadow uh, clouds the minds of men. You know, uh, this guy who has uh, a lot of mystic, a lot of mysticism about him as a as a superhero and what he's done to help him uncover the evil that lurks in the hearts of men. Uh, so whether you call him Ying Ko, whether you call him uh, Ken Allard, whether you call him Lamont Cranston, or of course, The Shadow, uh, we're talking about crime fighting and making sure that good triumphs over evil. Kind of a little twisted what's going on today and some of the things that are going on right now. But, you know, these stories and, and some of these things, which I love, these time period stories, um, they help kind of bring you back and ground you. These are the type of stories I think that it's actually cool for kids to listen to and that it's okay to learn some lessons about right and wrong and what's going on. And hopefully you heard, again, some things about some of the technology going on today. If you if you were listening, uh, they talked about the phone being attached to the wall. So uh, clearly, <laughs> no cell phones or anything like that. Um and in the bar scene, all the background noise and sort of what was going on there. So it was just a really, really nicely well done story um, over the radio. And that was the first episode of The Shadow. So what I'd like to do now is, um, you know, we have a program. I'm actually, I guess I can share this with you. We're all family and you know, this is, it's actually not that much of a secret. Now I graduate this weekend. So the, uh, the the Group 43 Dry Long So Rising, and congratulations to all my group mates, uh, those that are finishing the program, and those that have gone through the program with us. So that's that's going to include Undral. That's going to include uh, Sherry. That's going to include uh, Luis, um, as well as uh, Sharon, uh, Mari, Kendall, and Aria and myself, Stevie G here. So uh, this has been an amazing ride. So I guess this is actually the last radio show I'll do before before uh, the graduation ceremony. But um, the first voice apprenticeship program that I've been involved with for uh, 18 months plus has been just an amazing opportunity to really learn and learn so much. And in the studio, I have with me another uh, apprentice from group 44 yeah 44. Audacity. audacity all right in the all house right. so 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 welcome yeah Shaq. Thank, yeah thank you for finally having me steve this yes is, sir this is a long time coming a couple of hbcu grads up in here there, you got that right yeah morehouse man and a talladega man there you here. go yell it out say it again i'm a talladega man over here and you what are you again you're morehouse oh yeah the house <laughs> Yeah. You can always tell a Morehouse man. <laughs> you just can't tell him much. That's, of course. That's what they say. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And like you, like you were saying, uh, you are graduating this 
this Sunday. This Sunday, yes. It's been a long ride here. And uh, we just want to let people out there know that we also have more applicants coming up. Like, we ha- we have opened up our um, our application date again. Uh, we want some more applicants for Group 46. And you can go to our website at kpfaapprentice.org, and you can get an application there, and you can go and look at the look at our website and look at all the content that we provide because we provide a lot of content for different people. We, we we like to do a lot of things here at the apprenticeship program. If you like what we do, if you like what Steve does, uh, I just recently did a Tupac uh, tribute show two weeks ago. If you like that, if you like anything, if you just want to yeah. just tell stories, this is the place to be where you get to produce and create your own stories and collaborate with a bunch of people in KPFA. Yeah, and, and that was a fantastic Tupac tribute. Uh, yeah. You and... Uh, that and Boy Eric, Media. That Boy Media. Yeah, I'm giving him a shout-out. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We're just unbelievable on that. And yeah. I, I think that's one of the better better shows that have come out of the First Voice uh, or the Full Circle show. So, Thanks kudos, so much. kudos, kudos to you and Eric. That was uh, amazing amazing yes thank you thank you so yeah once again if you want to come and be an apprentice for group 46 we are taking applications now go to kpfaapprentice.org all right all right all right well thank you eric i mean excuse me thank you shack yes radio shack on the radio radio thank you radio shack okay i gotta get that so i gotta get that handle together (laughs) thank you radio shack no Thank problem, you very Steve. much, man. Really appreciate it. And um, I know you guys are going to do great things. I think Audacity is a fantastic group. Yeah, we learn from we learn from greats. We learn from you guys, oh. from you, oh, you're too especially kind. you, <laughs> you're Kendo, too kind. Mari, Aria, yeah. Sharon. You guys are great. Yeah. You guys were great mentors. So you taught us a lot. So we're just taking on the torch. Oh, thank you. Thank we're you. We're going to take it higher. Kind. You're too kind. But I, I would I definitely want to make sure that we pass some of that love and kudos yes. on to uh, Frank. Uh, yes. Technical director. And yes. Again, the actual program director mm-hmm. uh, for the First Voice Apprenticeship Program, Miss M. Uh, they're the ones who really set the leadership mm-hmm. uh, direction and what's going on in this program. And it's just been fun for everyone. And it is about community. Yes. And that we're all part of it. Yes. So it's been fun. Well, thank you again. No problem. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. All right. Now, let's kind of. Get back. We're going to start getting to the close and to the end of our show here tonight. But I just want to remind everyone again that we have um, Soul Mechanics appearing at Yoshi's. That's going to be October 4th. Uh, That's going to be a 10 o'clock show. The doors open actually at 945. Those are $18 tickets. This will be the Soul Mechanics 15th showing at Yoshi's. So it's a very, very, very uh, great opportunity to come down and uh, chill with them, uh, listen to some old school jams, some new school jams too, but it's going to be funky and that's what they're going to do. They're going to bring that to you. So this is the Soul Mechanics coming October 4th and that should be so much fun. So I think what I'd like to do is probably send you out with some more of their music. And um, But before I do, I just want to say that... Um, Again, this was a a show, a tribute show for The Shadow. Uh, Again, uh, yesterday, which would have been um, 82 years, um, September 26, 1937, 82 years since The Shadow first aired on the radio. And we just listened to the episode of The Death House Rescue. 
And that was um, just an opportunity to listen to the way the show was actually presented back then. And I think it was uh, a great opportunity to listen to how they put together uh, shows and, and, and listen to the stories that are told over the airwaves. I just loved it, loved the experience, and then look forward to listening and doing some more of that in the future. So I want to say thank you to The Shadow. Thank you to, uh, I guess, uh, Ken Allard, Lamont Cranston, Yang Ko, uh, Margot Lane, and of course, The Shadow, um, that mysterious uh, Avenger of evil and uh, making sure that uh, that the good people stay good and keep the good people safe. Uh, he will step outside the bounds of the law, though, to make sure that happens, though. So the shadow is sort of that dude. So with that, it is getting again close to the end of our show. Um, you can tune in next week to Full Circle um, at 7 p.m. And there will be... Um, uh, another airing from the uh, apprentices and they're going to be bringing it to you. Um, we want to just definitely want to thank our executive producer, Miss M, our technical director, uh, Franklin Sterling. Uh, we want to also thank um, Joy Moore uh, as our production uh, consultant. And we want to make sure that we thank our tech assistant, uh, uh, Radio Shack, who spent with us and also gave us some information on how the program works. And um, also uh, want to say, hey, this has been fun. It's been a blast. It's been a blast doing this for, uh, gosh, over a year now on the radio and really enjoying it. So I am your host, Stevie G. I've also been your board off and making sure that we sort of brought this, uh, again, special version of The Shadow to you, 82 years in the making. And with that, let's go out strong with some soul music from Soul Mechanics, Yoshi's October 4th, 10 o'clock show. <laughs>